Who you are slave to today will determine what debt you'll have tomorrow. Number one says, take what off the table? Why should we take debt off the table? One less thing to worry about. Um, how can we ensure debt never reaches our table? By being smart. What does being smart with your money look like? Yeah, that's what I wrote down here. Needs versus wants. What's the big difference between needs and wants? Like you, oh, Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Like something that you like really need that you need to survive. Want is just like what you really want. Yeah, yeah. What you about to say? I would say like needs is like the, like the, not the basic things, but like the things that everyone has. And then yeah. wants are the things that like you feel like you need that someone else doesn't have. Yeah, the thing that the difference that I like to put as far as needs and wants. Let me ask this question first: Which one will lead to perversion? Need or wants? What will tend to lead people to perversion? Want. Why you say wants? Because Wait. Wait. it's not like you need it. It's just like something you want to do just because. Which one? Which one kind of reveals luxury or reveals uh, no need? Needs or wants? Once, right? So need is the, re- the quickest route to perversion. For instance, I get this analogy all the time. If we're in a situation right now and the world goes without food for two weeks. Did I say this before, you, before to y'all? That the world goes without food for two weeks, each and every one of us would be tempted or will probably already become cannibals. Because when you need food, right? When there's famine and you need something, you will do something that you never thought you would do, right? So those deep, dark, desperate needs inside of you will determine where or who you bow your knee to, right? If I have a strong need to be loved or accepted, what type of perversion would I find myself in? Like how many people you know that they, they act out or they do certain things, you can automatically spot that person's insecure. They need attention. That the attention is their source of happiness, That attention is their source of identity, right? And so needs turn into perversion. If I want something, I have the uh, ability to say no. I can, there's a lot of things I want in life, but I'm smart enough to know that I'm not going to need it. I don't need to go in debt for it, right? So want says, I want to be a millionaire, but I got to change my want into what? What must I do to eventually have what I want, right? Need says, I'll do whatever it takes to have it now. Delayed gratification is one of the ingredients of wealth. Like delaying, saying, you know what? I may want this now, but do I need this now, right? I want what I want right now. I want to go to Whole Foods right now. And I want to get their vegan donuts, the eight pack. But do I need the eight pack of the vegan donuts? No. Like, so when I go to Whole Foods, if I want a donut, I have the discipline to say, I'm just going to get one. The old me would have been like, give me that whole eight pack. Whoa. <laughs> when, back when I was 325 pounds. When I was 325, yeah, I was 325. This is probably about five years ago. I would wake up two o'clock in the morning to go to 7-Eleven just to get the two for two twenty two honey buns. That's a need. But that need for the the honey bun wasn't the real need. The need was to use that thing to make me feel whatever I needed felt at that moment. But you'll be surprised. And I want you guys to start thinking. Just think as I talk. What are those things that you desperately, deeply need, 
Because whatever you need, you will feed and it will come out of your money. Money is the Bible says, uh, does the Bible say that money is the root of all evil? What does it say? The love of money is the root of all evil. You go here, you go. Yeah, yeah. The root of all evil is not money. It's the love of it. Do, do people do people worship money? Like, do they get like a dollar bill? They sit it on a on a uh, <laughs> on a table, and do they bow down to it? Some people might, but most most people don't, right? They don't worship the means. They worship what that means will get them to. So more money gives me what? More access, right? And if I know I have this system called debt to get what I need now to look good in front of people that don't even love me, then what kind of bottomless pit does that become? Now, all of a sudden, if, if most people right now, just last year, millions of kids went to college because of what reasons? Yep. Because uh, they don't have anything else like, to do, and they just like, well, I'm going to go. That's those two good reasons. So one reason why most kids went to college because their parents told them to. The second other reason is I have nothing else to do. And the third reason why most kids go went to college last year is because they want the experience or they want the look. They want that sweatshirt that says they school on it. They want they want that feel of temporary accomplishment. But the real recognize real people my age looked at that situation and be like, if you're going to college because you're bored or you're going to college because it looks good or you're going to college because your parents and you getting in debt for that. That's a dumb decision. I tell kids all the time. It's better to go to school at 20 knowing what you want to do than to go at 18 not knowing what you want to do. Because if you give yourself two years, I'm not saying this for everyone, but if you give yourself some months and some weeks to detox from school, like we've been in school since what? Pre-K, right? Preschool. So we need a break. Like you need to give your brain a break from the systematic brainwashing that some schools do to put you in a position to say, let me think this through. Let me really see what it is that I'm supposed to do. The luxury that y'all have, and that's why I am <clears throat> so passionate about this, is because I wish I had someone like me telling me to find out your why right now. Because it will save you a lot of money. What, what, does, what kind of things can you save by knowing what you're supposed to do right now? What are some things that you can save on? Yes. Energy. Energy. Oh, this, this one I got to write on the board. Um, yeah, okay. Energy. And we'll go back through these. Energy. What else? Time. What else? We get one more. Yeah, yeah. What is energy to you all? What is energy? Motivation. Motivation, yep. Reason. Yep. What else? One more. It could be anything. Go ahead, swear. The effort, yeah. Every day you have a certain amount of energy, right? Now, what, what are some things that contributes to developing more energy? What's things that we must do every day to, to get maximum amount of energy? 
Time with God. How does spending time with God give us energy? It could be just just pride. We're gonna we're gonna work through some of these. How does spending time with God give me natural, emotional, physical, or whatever energy? So how does, so basically resting in him, right? Resting in him says, <clears throat> I am not going to allow stress to burn my energy. I'm not going to allow my need to impress to burn energy. I'm not going to need any of that because I rested in him. You can save a lot of energy, save a lot of money just by resting in him. Resting in God means that you have what's best for me. I remember when I was 26, 25 years old and I was stressed about a wife. I was like, all right, man, I'm getting older now. You see what I'm saying? I have a little bit of success now. It's like, man, I'm ready for I'm ready for a wife. And I was so pressed about it. I mean, maybe it was like 24 to 25, 26 pressed about it to the point that where I came to a conclusion that. All the ones I chose didn't come out to be to be who they needed to be. But when I began to rest in God, I stopped looking. Is she the one? Oh, is she the one? That's energy. But if I rest in him, I can channel that energy into what? That extra energy just off resting in God can be channeled where? Hmm? Anywhere, to yourself, anywhere he wants it to go, right? So energy, I have to guard because what are some things that feed off our energy every day? What are some things that literally feed off our energy? People. How do people feed off their energy? Yep. Do you know you save less energy being yourself than trying to be like someone else? It's easy to be me. But imagine if I had to be three of me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Three different versions. That's a lot of energy. Go ahead. What you going to say, Swear? No, I just mean to ask, what do you mean? Like, so for instance, I'll give an example. So people can feed off your energy by always calling you for advice. Mm-hmm. Always want to be around you. All up in your personal space. Your love for them and when they do something dumb, you, you kind of harbor their decision inside of you. Like, oh, man, I, I, I wish order Jesus complex. I just want to save this person. How many girls get into relationships just to save the guy? Guys get in relationship to save the girl. Oh, well, they may not be saved, saved. But if I'm in their life and then they start playing Jesus, they can't be God. Because one thing I learned about ministry is I need a closing time. <laughs> I close at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. You see what I'm saying? You know who's open and available around the clock? God. God. And so when I understand that, then I can guard my energy and be like, you know what? I'm so content in my relationship with God to the point where I can tell a friend, you're taking too much out of me. Right? So what are some other things? I, we kind of went through it. So people feed off energy. Um, demons feed off energy. Why do you think demons tempt you to do certain things? Because they know they live off of energy. They, they get a high off of our sin because sin produces energy. When I, what type of energies or what type of uh, outcomes does sin produce in a person that a demon can feed off of? Depression. Depression. Yep. 
What are some other ones? Anxiety. Anxiety. What else? Hate. Hate. We'll stop at three. Right? So they know that if I can get you to be overly impressed by something and put all your eggs in that basket and then that basket falls, right? Then all of a sudden, you are, all of a sudden you're depressed and now they're feasting off your depression. They feast off your anxiety. They know all I got to do is get you anxious and I can feed off of that and then lead you off of that and lead you into a place of depression and hate. If I eliminate all the triggers that cause me to get to hate and to anxiety and to depression, I can save a lot of energy. And then most people, where do they go, what, where, what, what do they spend their money on when they're depressed? Food? Huh? Stupid stuff, food. When people are anxious, what do people spend their money on? Counseling? Anti-stress stuff. Anti-stress stuff. Now, there's some good things that you can spend money on for anxiety. Medicine, yep, that's the negative side. And what do people spend money on when they're in hate? Weapons. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? They start spending money unnecessarily because of where they give their energy to. Now, time. What was my question with these? So, time... Um, what are some things? What was my questions about these? Um, what's that word right there? That's uh, huh. motivated. Motivation. There we go. Thank you, brother. Uh, effort. Okay. Well, what are some things you can save? Hold on. What, what was I saying about these? With energy, you said like how you produce your energy, like. Mm -hmm. What makes you feel that? Oh, you, I, you said something about like with like if you have debt, like what are three things that um that you can save? Or no, three things that uh. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you go down rabbit holes, man. <laughs> I went too deep. I went too deep, man. Because the first, because the first thing in the book it says take debt off the table. Take debt off the table. Like, so where did I, where did we get energy, time, and money from? I think it was like energy. What you can save if With, you don't have debt? Oh, what can you save? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, like, you were like, if you take debt off the table, what are things that, that you'll have more of? Oh, and we said more of time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More time will produce what? There we go. Now we we here. we here. More time will produce what? More money. Okay. How does more time produce more money? Now, let me ask you this question first. Is it wise to believe the idea that time is money? Why is that? Time is more valuable than money. So there's people right now making millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars in week spans working half the time I work here. Do you know that you can within four hours that you can set yourself up to be in a position where all you have to do is work four hours a day? two hours a day and golf the rest of the day or do whatever you want, right? That, how many people will prefer in this room would prefer that life over working eight or working 60 hours a week? All of us will want that. Now, does that mean we're, we're not going to uh, at least work a job where we have to work eight hours in the beginning to get ourselves there? But the goal is if I save time, then I'll save my mind, Right? 
What is the most valuable, the most important thing that you can do right now that you have in your arsenal as a human being? What is the most powerful thing that you can do in this realm as a human being? Dang, bro. Yeah. Prayer, yeah. Prayers, prayers up there. <laughs> they ain't the one I'm looking for, but prayers above it. <laughs> what's the most, but yeah, what's the most important thing besides prayer? I'm thinking about something else. The most powerful output that we can do besides prayer. It's a five letter word. Starts with a T. Think. Think. That boy, that boy, that boy, smart, smart. Think, right? Why do most people think? Why, why is thinking valuable? Yes. Thinking is valuable because you might do something, you might think about doing something wrong with somebody, and then you got to think about, like, I might get in trouble, or, like, I might, something might come back home. Mm-hmm. Like that type of stuff. Yep. And we I heard consequences, what else? Opportunities. Opportunities. Ideas. We live in a world right now, if you're not careful, something or someone's going to think for you. Do you think that these ads are just innocent? They're not innocent. There's, there's science behind these things. There's, there's boardrooms of hours of how can we get these people to think? Like, how can we get this community to think this way? This community to think this way and think this way about each other, causing them to wrestle against each other, not against spiritual principalities, right? So thinking, imagine how much, or think about this. <laughs> That's funny. Think about this. How much time do you take to think? Just every day, just open up your mind with the opportunity to say, okay, let me think. People are billionaires and millionaires right now because they were aware and after their awareness, they was able to think. Thinking people can see a problem and say, I have a solution. Or a person who thinks can say, why are these people sinking? Let me find something to fix this problem. Like God gave, we're different than any other being, right? Like, like a dog can't be a cat. A dog came by today. I want to aspire to be an astronaut. You know what I'm saying? Today, I'm going to take dogs to the next level of dogging. You know what I'm saying? No, we're the only ones that can say, hmm, how can I make that better? How can I change people's lives? Let me tell you something. Those who take time to think about helping a million people from sinking will be rich forever. If you can create a product that a million people need, a billion people need, if you have a product that a million people need, you become a what instantly? Or over a millionaire. If you, potentially a billionaire, right? If you have a billion people that need what you, like think about like, 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 like all the things that we use every day. Phones, right? Laptops. Somebody was sitting in a room Getting laughed at because they say, you know what? We need to stop using house phones. We need something more portable. Nah, man, house phones is where it's at. Somebody came along and said, you know what? We need something more than just a snake game on phones. We need, uh, uh, what's that bird crashing thing? What was the bird game? What's Angry Birds. Like, even little crazy stuff like that, somebody said it could be better. Imagine if you said, hey, man, Holy Spirit, let's think. 
Imagine if you gave just an hour of your day just to sit down and just think. If you would imagine where your life would be if you just gave yourself, you made a law to yourself, an agreement to yourself to say, before I purchase anything, I'm going to set a timer on my phone. That's what I do. And I put four to five minutes on there and I think about, is this a good purchase? And we're talking about big purchase. We're not talking about like something to eat. But it's like, okay, let me set a timer. Let me think it through. Not think it to. I'm not going to think to it. I'm going to think through it. What's the difference? Thinking to something or thinking through something? What's the difference? Thinking to something is like you stop where it is and through it, like you think about what happens like after. That's right. When I think it to it, I'm just attracted to it. Oh, this, I'm thinking I need something to eat and I'm going to go to Bojangles. I'm thinking to Bojangles, but I'm not thinking through Bojangles. What's the ingredients in this thing? You know what I'm saying? This going to set me up to what? Die. You know what I'm saying? So if I, th- if I, just, practice, if I just practice thinking too, then I'm through. If I think it through, then I can be successful. Right? So I have to begin to say, okay, am I taking time to think? Am I taking time to maximize my time and energy? Money. When I'm at rest, okay, okay, well, I just forgot the rabbit hole again. So the you, you save more money when you what with money. Anyway, let's keep going. So number one, take debt off the table. So each and every one of us, when who all wants to get married in this room one day? Anyway, gotcha. I, I feel you. I feel you. There ain't nothing wrong with that. You get married? But everyone, just about every point in here wants to get married. Now, when you get married, you heard the phrase, what do you bring to the what? Table. Right now, there's a bunch of invisible, intangible, visible, and tangible things that you're going to bring to that table, right? I bring stuff to the school's table. I bring something to my marriage table. Right now, you got to say, will I be bringing debt to a table? What's the number one reason why divorce, why people divorce? That's number two. Number one is money. Money. Because now your money problems become our money problems. How you spend your money will determine how, you, how much time you spend with your honey. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make stuff run. Right? With your girl, with your man, right? Like, like you got to be able to say, okay, like, like that's why I work so hard. Because I want my wife, my wife uh, just had a conversation the other day when she was like, you know what? I'm frustrated with this thing. I said, you, you don't have to worry about that. My wife has the luxury to quit if she wants to. My wife has the luxury to work if she wants to. That's the luxury that I want to give her. Why? Because a stressful wife creates stressful kids. And as a man, I got to make sure, what do you need? You good? Because you're the home builder. I provide the house. You provide the home. One thing about y'all get a lot of stuff when y'all hear when I when y'all talk to a preacher. <laughs> there's there's when a man gives a wife a, a, a wife, yeah, make sure I say that. When a man gives a wife a sperm, what does the woman give the, the, the man back? A baby. a baby. If a man gives a wife a house, what does a man get back? A home. If a man gives a woman an idea, what does he get back? A business. Women were built to maximize and multiply. So men have to think about, okay, is she a good return on my investment? 
And a woman has to think, am I a good return off his investment? I'm not sitting there saying that a woman can't make her own money, can't get her own house. But we're talking about like family building, kingdom building things, right? And you got to assess what kind of spending habits do I have right now? And what will it bring to my table? Table. Right? So I got to take debt or do my best to get debt off the table. But the beautiful thing about you all, y'all don't even have no debt yet. Now, there's nothing that I'm going to tell you. Let me give you, I'm going to give you some stuff that's, that, that, that's very important, though. Is all debt bad? Most people, the millionaire, billionaire games is never to spend your own what? It's, easier to, it's better to spend somebody else's money. But what do the difference between the wealthy and rich and versus the poor and whatever? The poor people use debt to get stuff. The rich use debt to get wealth. So I'd rather go to a bank and get debt to buy property, allow the property increase in equity, sell the property, pay the lender back and make a profit. Now I use that profit to buy what? I bought a house this time. Now I'm going to buy what? A duplex. I may allow two people to stay in that duplex and pay the mortgage off of it until I'm ready to sell it. I sell the duplex. I'm selling two houses. Now I get the, the debts paid for. Now I got more wealth. Then what else do I buy once I sell the duplex? Maybe I buy five houses in the neighborhood. Flip that. And then next thing I know, I might buy an apartment complex. Then flip that. But debt is good if it's used wisely. Debt is bad if you don't use it wisely. So I like to put that out there because that's what I'm working on in my life right now. How can I use debt to get wealth, right? But take debt off the table. Hey, man, I'm going to take all bad opportunities because debt comes from desperate need. I'm desperate. So I got to have it now to look good to everyone. And most of the people that we're trying to look good for now will not be in your life later. So now... I got to start focusing on people that have no choice but to deal with me. So then I start thinking about what wife and children and my immediate family. I hate going to the beach every summer. I don't like going. Why? Because I have to come back in a week and a half. My goal is beach house. Right. My goal is, hey, anybody in my family that needs to get away, you can get away. Mountain house, house in the mountains. I want to have property where my family, whether they're Ezzies or married into, I'm married into their family or they married into mine, right? I want them to be able to say, I'm glad I got an uncle like him, a dad like him, a son-in-law like him, a brother-in-law like him, to where he thought enough about everyone else. Because I'm going to tell you the number one thing about a man that you'll be, that you'll, that you'll understand in life. Marriage is not for men in the beginning. Marriage is for men at the end. Marriage for men is legacy. When you get at a certain age, you're not going to care about how much sex you can get from your wife. You ain't going to care about how much money you can make. You're going to care about how well you're looked upon. You're going to care about how happy is everyone has to deal with me? How many of us, you don't got to raise your hand, you, you know uncles, you know grandfathers, you know dads who are trash. Mm. They have nothing to offer. They asking you for money. They sit on the front porch wasting their life. Mm. 
But how many people you've met, them, whether they're in your family or not, you met them and you was like, it must be great to have this person in my family to at any point I can come and go. As a man, you got to say, okay, what kind of legacy do I want to leave? You know, what, what do I want the people around me to feel? Right? So, number two, we didn't get past number one. We already 20-something minutes, 30 minutes into this lesson. Number two, have a savings account. Why is it important? So you save, money. save money. Why do we save money? Just in case you need it. So, which one is probably the most lucrative, investing or saving? Investing, right? So what I don't want to create as mentality is that you want to be so scared that you save everything. Like life requires risk. I got to take risk. I've lost a lot of money. That's risk. Made a lot of money. Benefit of risk. But you can't make no money or lose no money without doing nothing with the money. All right. The good thing as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit that can say, which I'm glad that I'm learning better to vibe with him when he'll be able to say, no, that's a bad investment. Bad investment for your energy, bad investment for your time, and bad investment for your money. Investment is everywhere. You're investing in something right now. And the goal is to save to invest. So when I save my money, I'm saving it to invest in what? Starts with F. Your future. Appreciate you. (laughs) But that quarter hot right now. That quarter quarter hot over there. So what I'm saying is I save... Not only just for my future, but what are some things, what are some reasons why we should save now for our future? So, if you go to college, you know yep. education. Education can branch between uh, going to college or education can be just traveling and educating. It would be anything. What else? What are some of the things in the future you may need some money, f- now, money from now for? Car. Car and car what? I got you because it was a trick question. It's a car and car problems, right? Like insurance. Insurance. People have money. I only got to write this. People got money for a thing, but don't have money to maintain that thing, right? So if I just purchase a car, I look good for a season. Then what happens when tires go flat? What happens when you need oil changes every three to five, 7,000 miles? What happens if something happens to your car and you don't have no money near or far? Like, you got to begin to say, okay, I got to at least save a part of the money that I make with my time and with my mind to save for future. I have to save. So if I eliminate my need for the unnecessary, right, I have more money for the necessary. So like the young girl said, and this is what what my daughter, when she's born, as soon as she's she's able to have, get birthday money, we're going to have envelopes, we have envelopes, but she's going to have jars. And there's going to be a giving jar, a tithing jar, there's going to be a jar uh, for saving, there's going to be a jar for creative investment, and there's going to be a jar for whatever you want to spend on. We'll determine the percentages when they get. Because if I train her, then she'll have a better balance with her money. And you don't have to be like, dang, well, I'm not three years old. <laughs> I wish I can go run it back. No, you can do that now. 
You can get envelopes right now and say, okay, this is how much money I made this week. I'm going to literally sit down, think through my money, because if my living expense takes up 100% of my money, is that smart or dumb? There's people right now whose goal is or have the goal has already accomplished where they leave off. They live off 10 percent of their money. Imagine you make so much money that you can live off 10 to 40 percent comfortably. That's good. Right. Because now the other 60s tied up in philanthropic work is tied up in investments. But you there's billionaires, millionaires. And, and people make six figures who are living all for 40% of income. But what do most people do? When they get more money, right, they increase their living expense. So now, oh, man, I made more money. Let me go get a better car. Let me get a bigger house. That's not smart. When you live below your means, you will have means to get whatever you want in life. But if you live at your means... Then something happens. You have no money. <laughs> now you're you look good to everybody. There's a lot of people that look 10 times better than me. Man, I drove my Durango for eight, nine years. That thing was raggedy. Mm. See what I'm saying? I had no choice but to get this car, right? Right? But what I'm saying is, is that I'm gonna stretch that thing until it can't be stretched no more because. Just because I level up in life doesn't mean my living expenses level up. If I keep my living expenses low as my life is leveling up, then I have more money to invest. I have more things to do and I can make more money from it. Right. So saving is saying I have a plan for my saving. I'm saving this money to be wise. That's why Joseph was was one of the smartest Great minds of 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 all human existence. Who's the most important person? The number one person, number two person. Who's the most? Who's the one in power? Number one or the number two? Number one. It's number two. We're not talking about vice president. We're talking about who has the number one's ear. Is the most powerful person. So Joseph wasn't number one in Egypt. He was number two. The wealth of the wicked, this is how the wealth of the wicked is there for the just. The wicked make the money, but the wicked need the just to help them manage the money. <laughs> so if, if we're the wise ones, <laughs> we have the Holy Spirit. They don't have the Holy Spirit. What do people without the Holy Spirit have? They have a bunch of knowledge. They have a bunch of college. <laughs> they have a bunch of that, but they don't have wisdom. We are the ones that can take a, a look at a thing and be like, Holy Spirit, why does this business have a problem? What do you think I do at the school? Where's the problems in this school? How can we make the school better? What are some two? So, so that's why they, they, they come to me for ideas. because They know I'm a number two guy. I can care less about being number one. Number one is the one that's got the bravado. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, I wish I can go back <laughs> and, and I had this in my mind when I was a ball player. That I, I, I would have been working on my corner three for five summers. <laughs> I would have been just working on one skill because I don't have the pressure. Who has the pressure, LeBron or uh, Maurice Chalmers? Uh, who is, uh, that's his name, right? Maurice. 
Mario Chalmers, back when he was with the uh, Heat. Who had the most pressure? LeBron. LeBron. But who get who all gets rings? Whole team. That doesn't mean you don't want to be number one. It don't mean like you can't be the big dog. But it's like, how can I fit in that pocket where the wealth of the wicked can be given to me because I have the wisdom, the wealth, the wicked needs. And if I give the wicked wisdom, the wicked gives me the wealth. Now I can charge 40% on the return of that investment that I gave you, that idea I gave you. I can see how the wealth can be transferred. That's, that's like that deep stuff, but we'll, we'll talk more about that. Number three, and then we're done. Give y'all some time to kind of get some, get some things done. And we didn't even, we didn't even get to reading, Val. We didn't, we didn't even get to reading, man. That's what happens when you put a preacher over, over, <laughs> over class. I done gave y'all a sermon. You know what I'm saying? Number three, you got to start investing early. Investing early. That means invest now. Now, investing, you may not have the right amount of money right now to invest to where you can like, well, you can learn about stocks and stuff like that. We're not talking about that. But investing in you early, I call it stacking skills. What makes more, ta- what makes more money, talent or skill? Skill. Everyone was born with what? Everybody was born with talent. It's those who make their talent skill that becomes millionaires, billionaires, very successful. Like, it's the skills. Skills focus on what? The details. Skills says, I'm going to do this over and over again, not just so I can get it right. I'm going to do it over and over again so I can't get it wrong. Now, the thing about skills you got to think about, though, is efficiency, right? The reason why people pay me what they pay me because I'm efficient. Efficiency, does efficiency means perfect? No. I get this knowledge all the time. And y'all say this with y'all. So if I'm redundant, I speak in front of all the people, right? Steph Curry's percentage from three is what? 30, 38, high 30s, right? Is that even half of 100%? But people are paying him. Hundreds of millions of dollars to be 38%. There is a cap on certain efficiencies. All right? So we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for efficiency. Can I do something so good that it's hard for me to get it wrong? Like, can I be so efficient to the point to where they'll pay me Millions upon millions of dollars because of my efficiency. The, I'm not really knowledgeable of baseball, but what is the average? What is the top dollar batting average? It's not like a. It's not even five percent, right? It's like four hundred. Four hundred percent. Batting averages is like. Is it point four hundred? And I think the highest you can get is probably like batting like a five hundred. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but either way, but either way. It's not, it's, not, it's not like perfect, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> probably shouldn't have went down to a, to a place I didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, I probably should have stayed a hooping. But uh, yeah. So if I invest in me early and invest in my skill early, man, you'll be surprised how rich you'll be. What are certain skills that we all possess that we should be good at? That, that will make us money? Communication. Communication. Communication skills, why are they so important? 
Yeah. Yeah. Minister Chapman said it per perfectly yesterday. He was like, uh, uh, wealth has a language. Like wealthy people know when you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's why I don't act like I know something I don't know. I rather come. I rather come knowing that I'm ignorant than to try to hide my ignorance. Because if I get on the elevator with a person, talk to a rich person and I start running off the mouth because I want to sound good. They're going to know this person don't know good. Or it's probably no good, right? But if I come in just asking questions, I've now become valuable, right? So now, communication skills. I got to know how to talk to people. Fam, I treat everybody nice. That's why everybody keeps giving me extra food wherever I go. I remember one time I went to Whole Foods. And, and they just gave, they had burgers. It was doing burgers then. They always gave me the, they said, man, I'm going to give you more fries. I'm like, fam, I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> but what they were saying was What's up fam, come on in y'all What they were saying was Whole Foods What's up, thank you guys, thank you guys, come on in, come on in Whole Foods, is everybody, okay cool Whole Foods, a bunch of what kind of people go there Bougie people, rich people Snobby people potentially, right Not, not everybody, but they said because you speak to us And you smile, you talk to us I went into a Whole Foods I ain't been to a long time The guy said, where you been? Right. So when you treat the least of these right, I learned something from somebody that I, I carry. I'm carrying this all the way to my grand, great, great grandkids. Eric Thomas said this. He says, I treat everyone beneath me well so they can take care of my children when I die. So, for instance, the example is if I treat everybody. So when I, when I before I got this job, I used to travel around and speak everywhere. So when I traveled and spoke, I always treated the good people, no, not the good people, I treated the people who served me extra well, right? He was saying when you do that, and the people be like, so you Mr. Ezzy's son? Oh, man, you eat for free today. Oh, you Mr. Ezzy's daughter? Hey, man, whatever she wants, he gets. Because if you treat the people that flip your burgers well, you'll never go hungry. Right now, if I lose everything, I have everything. Right now, if I lost my house, and God forbid it won't happen, but if I lost my house to a fire, I probably got 20 homes I can live in. I probably got five mansions I can live in right now from some other people because I treat their people well. Like, if you know how to communicate with people and you treat everyone right, because let me tell you something about rich people. They dress poor. <laughs> so if you only bougie up and you only talk up to people in suits and only talk good to people that look like money, you will miss the money. Because the problem worked at the YMCA, man. Sonya Curry used to uh, work out at the gym all the time. And, and you, unless you knew her, you wouldn't know. Like, these rich people just pass me every day. I'm having conversations with Sonya Curry. Because I worked at the front desk and I realized, okay, man. Hey, man, you never know who's going to come through here. And so when you don't know who, because how could God bring you to the next level if you don't treat people well at this level? So communication skills leads to greater success. What are some other skills that we must have that all of us have that we need to make better? We said communication. What else? We'll just stick there. We'll stay there. But skill stacking means this. How can I, for instance, I'll pick on Tyler. Tyler wants to go to the league, right? If all he wants to do is go to the league, his success will be short-lived. 
But if he stacks skills now and then get to the league with those skills, what did Jay-Z say? And I quote Jay-Z because the song was popular now. He said, how many billionaires came from Hove Crib? And he was talking about how um, uh, LeBron's a rock boy. He's a billionaire now. So what he's saying is, is that LeBron, Jordan, Shaq, they think differently. They didn't just come to the league. The league is a what? It's a vehicle. You never drive to a place where you're not going to live forever. What I mean by that is basketball, football, academics cannot be the vehicle, cannot be the thing you get to. It has to be the thing you use to get to. So if the league is where you want to go, you got to look at the league as a vehicle. You got to say, okay, after, because one day, Tyler is going to dribble the basketball for the last time for money. LeBron James, we're about to witness. I post something about LeBron in my stories. Like I know people think I'm a Jordan guy, but I respect LeBron. So what LeBron has done is like, that's, he took what Jordan didn't do and did it more in the community, right? So with LeBron, man, what was my point about LeBron? Hey, man, what was I saying before LeBron? Yes, we're watching. Like, do you understand the NBA? Like, who is Giannis going to be the next person? Like, that's what happened when I watched Kobe play for the last time. That's like, fam, that was 20 years of my life. I remember when Kobe went to the prom with Brandy. Was it Brandy? Well, yeah, that was before y'all was even born. <laughs> it was Brandy. So what I'm saying is, like, I remember when we was watching Kobe high school games. So now Kobe played and now dead. So now with LeBron, we're watching. One day we're gonna be like, we all gonna we're gonna all gonna know about it. We may not all see the game, but we're all gonna know that that game. LeBron, how LeBron gonna wave? <laughs> you know, everybody be like, you know, what Kobe say, mom out. We don't know how we don't know what LeBron gonna say, but that's gonna be the end. King out or whatever. See what I'm saying? But we know that basketball monetarily is gonna end for LeBron on the court. But now LeBron is saying, how much money can I make off the court? LeBron probably gonna make about before it's all said and done, he's gonna he's gonna be about five, five to ten billion dollars worth. Cause now he's looking to buy a team. Like so the thing is, you got to use this school as a vehicle. Use the people, the adults that you be like, all right, man, this guy must know something about money. I'm a, this, a, this right here is a vehicle. It may not be the best vehicle. I'm pretty sure Charlotte Christian got a better looking vehicle. I'm pretty sure Country Day got a better looking vehicle. I'm pretty sure these schools got a better vehicle. But this is the vehicle you in. <laughs> it can still get you wherever Charlotte Christian's is going to get them. You see what I'm saying? So you got to say, okay, whatever vehicles that I'm in, I got to see how I can win, right? So we're done. So the goal in life, <laughs> preacher always said, the goal in life at the end is to take debt off the table. Number two, have a savings account. Number three, invest early. What can you be investing in you right now? Because let me tell you something. How many hours do we invest in this thing every day? And how much money do you make off this thing every day? Probably about like and make no money. Let me tell you something about me. 
When I invest in this, I make money. That's the mentality. I'm only going to invest in things that's going to bring me relaxation. There's nothing wrong with that. I need to invest in things that's going to make me at peace, right, and calm and relaxed and healthy. But I'm not going to invest a lot of my time, bro. Like I, told, I think I told Tyler last year, I can't remember the last time I watched a full NBA game. But the Josh 20 years ago, bro, I was watching, was it, well, especially when they had like three games on a Sunday or something like that. I watched every game until one day it hit me. I'm watching all these people make millions and I ain't made one yet. What's the game check of Curry? What's the game? What's the LeBron James game check? Dang dollar game check. Like, fam, they're making two hundred some thousand dollars a game. Soon as I, <laughs> you you just play the game, and you get every two weeks. They that's crazy. You multimillionaire, you get paid every two weeks. That's crazy. They still slaves. <laughs> you making hundreds of millions of dollars, and you get paid the same days I get paid, even though it's a lot. But the goal in life is to not be a slave. It's to have so much equity in you that you can be your own boss. And if you invest in yourself early, you don't have to worry about getting up early to work for another man or a woman. Now, you're going to have to do that to start off, but you don't have to do that forever. So invest in you early. That's it, y'all.